I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Welcome to Jetpacks are overrated. Welcome to another Jetpacks are overrated. I am Seamus Byrne. This week, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite rant subjects in recent years, and it's, I'm sure, one that's going to stick around for many years to come, and that is the question of 8K TV. Basically, 8K TV is a joke. You really, really do not need to buy it. But I think... There's kind of a positive story attached to this rant. So let's go back a little bit, okay? Back when we were in the 80s and 90s and we lived with our cathode ray tube television sets that could kind of do everything and resolution wasn't really something that we really thought about too hard. Uh, They just kind of kept on keeping on. You would maybe buy a bigger one now and then uh, or you would buy one with better sound, but it It kind of was what it was, and once you had one, you could stick to using that one for many, many, many years. Then we moved into sort of the flat screen era and entered a really constant upgrade cycle over and over and over. Every couple of years, we had a good reason, not just like bad reasons, but good reasons to upgrade, whether it was the the size of the screen, whether it was the resolution of the screen, whether it was how fat the bezels were, that they kept getting trimmed down nicely. Um, But certainly resolution was a huge driver in this process. And then also working out how to fit better speakers into TVs that were increasingly losing the surround space where speakers used to live. But it's meant we've been in this really constant cycle for the past two decades, really. And so I think a really cool part of this idea that the next big effort we're seeing from TV companies, from all the consumer electronics companies, is trying to push 8K TV uh, towards us, is the idea that actually 4K is going to be perfect. And it is going to be the longest lasting television purchase you will make since the cathode ray era. I think there's kind of really two important things 
to think about when it comes to 8K and why it is a joke and why it is essentially just the TV industry desperately trying to give us another reason to buy another TV upgrade and not the next amazing thing in viewing experience. First, we need to understand the maths of optimal viewing distance to an 8K television to understand why it is actually not optically valuable in a normal living room environment. So there's lots of different kind of cool maths. Uh, I will link to one of the companies, but there's lots of people who do really, really good uh, analysis of the mathematics of like angular optics and all these sorts of questions. Um, But essentially, the optimal viewing distance to an 8K television is about 0.75 times the width of the screen. It's debatable in terms of the exact numbers. There's a bunch of different ways you can analyze this. But look, that's a good ballpark. That's all I'm I'm going to stick with that. If you have a 60-inch TV, and that's like a pretty big TV by, well, you know, pretty big to average in terms of the average size of people choosing to buy a big TV right now, that kind of means your seating position should actually be just one meter from the screen. One meter. That's like an arm's length, basically. Incredibly close. For 4K, the optimal is actually double that. Two meters. And for HD screens at that same size, the ideal is four meters. And so I think it's important to see that that window between two meters and four meters is that zone where 4K is like our ideal picture quality and a really good match for the typical home. Get that? Okay, good. Now, number two. Let's just say TVs do jump up to a typical wall-dominating scale of like 100 inches or something crazy like that. And suddenly the optimal viewing, I mean, get this, 100 inches, optimal viewing is still like 165 centimeters. So it's still like, I mean, that's kind of like a short person's body length lying in front of a TV. Um, But still, if you live in a small apartment, uh, maybe that's going to be the distance from the couch to the screen anyway, right? So... Let's say that's real, but then what are you going to watch on it? That is one of the other crazy parts of this. What are you going to watch at 8K resolution? When 4K arrived, I visited uh, Sony Picture Studios in Hollywood, and we did a whole kind of investigation on uh, investigation. We kind of got a big walkthrough from film studio experts on why 4K was going to be the perfect long-term long-term format. They talked about how they were actually mastering and restoring old films at 5K resolution as a really nice archival resolution that gets the best from old film reels scanned into digital, and it also suits cinema projection. Uh, essentially, cinemas are kind of mostly, if they're doing digital these days, it's like a, essentially along the lines of like a 4K projection. It's not exactly the same as what we get at home, but still, scaling to 4K is excellent as a long-term format, and even Hollywood has been treating it that way. But even then, let's just say they're shifting gears again. Uh, Unless you are planning on buying all your movies in some fancy new disc format that's going to handle storage capacities required for 8K. Because, of course, 4K right now, it's starting to come into its own As broadband gets better, Blu-ray now widely supports 4K, but even then that's not the main one you'll see on shelves. The latest 4K TVs 
also right now have achieved all of the excellent bells and whistles that are actually more important than resolution. So high dynamic range, latest like Dolby Atmos and all these kinds of amazing new color depth and contrast ratio questions. All of this stuff is now in a good 4K TV. And again, so much more important than the resolution itself. 4K as a screen you can buy right now is optimized beautifully. That is why it is ready to be our new long-term format for stable, wonderful home TV. So yeah, if you just kind of keep worrying about waiting because the next fancy thing might launch soon, what I'm trying to say is it's already here. Just You can let yourself have a 4K TV right now and it is going to serve you so well for the whole decade in front of us probably beyond. But I think you don't have to worry anymore. That's the thing that is so important with this message. And I think that's the positive we can take away. Ignore the 8K sales pitch. Even if 8K content arrives tomorrow, 4K is optimal for almost every home. So 8K content, we don't need it. But even if it turned up, it's hard to deal with. So yeah, let's just, if we move into a new era where our TV becomes like a stand-up touchscreen experience and we're all viewing at arm's length and we're in some kind of Fahrenheit 451 era where like we're doing interactive teleplays on wall-sized screens, hey, sure, you know, go for your life. But 8K does not have a purpose until crazy things like that are coming down the line. Partly why I wanted to talk about this right now is because May is typically the month when TV makers launch their latest models. As they start pushing 8K as the flagship, 4K TVs are going to keep dropping in price and create this perfect era for screens that won't ever feel outdated. They're just going to last as long as the build quality allows. I think there's some brilliant 8K TVs out there, (laughs) 8K, 4K TVs out there right now. A real pick of the bunch, LG OLED C9. I think I spotted it around uh, $2,600 here in Australia at JB Hi-Fi. You can get great 4K TVs for closer to $1,500 Australian dollars. Like, it is such a good time right now for getting an outstanding television. Just let yourself do it. I mean, here we are in the midst of this crisis There's never been a better time for catching up on all sorts of cool content in your living room and playing awesome games. So if you've been chugging along on an old TV wondering when will things ever slow down so that you can just upgrade and not feel like the next big thing is just around the corner, now is the time to do it. This has been Jetpacks Are Overrated. I am Seamus Byrne. Thank you for joining me. I will be back again very soon. And of course, you can catch all my other podcasts over at biteside.com from the Biteside Podcast Network. I will catch you then. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.